And I think that's also something that I very much value and enjoy in life. It's the simplicity, but also the complexity, which I feel is reflected in, in any life. Welcome to People of Lamb, an intimate podcast on art, food and self-discovery through visitors' eyes. Hi everyone, this is Dalila speaking. I wanted to thank from the bottom of my heart the Lam Museum, the incredible people I interviewed in each episode, and you, the listeners. I hope to have inspired you enough, and remember, the source of creativity and self-discovery is always within you. You just have to find the right stimulus. Episode 6, Part 1. Creating the space for new perspectives. Today, we hear from Ines. Ines is an interpreter, healer, and RTT hypnotherapist who is motivated to create experiences and spaces for individuals to heal, grow, and flourish. Ines holds an academic background in international studies and an interest in alternative and holistic health modalities. I see. So it's it's basically a piece of meat. A lot. I would say it's bone and not as much fat around it which is also actually quite intriguing. This piece, I was really drawn to it because I really enjoy the different colors and the shapes of it. And I feel the more that you look, the more the, diff- the more dimensions it has as well. So it looks really flat and it is quite a flat piece, but there's like 50 layers <laughs> on this piece. Also, it's made from recycled wood, so... For me also the question was, is it individually taken from pieces which have been recycled or has it been painted over as well? Like how has it been constructed? How has it been put together? Like on first sight it's just like, okay. Like it looks almost quite basic and then the more that you look at it, the more that things pop out at you. And do you, what do you get from it? What is the feeling that you get? Do you feel hungry? Do you feel absorbed? I just feel intrigued. I actually, I don't really enjoy looking at meat typically, whereas this is something very soothing. And wow, and actually, if I look on the right side as well, it could look like bone or bone marrow. So if you cut into the bone and you have then these little pockets of air and and this is almost, it looks a little bit like bone marrow, or almost the inside of the bone, even though it looks the outside of it as well, which I feel also adds on to the dimension. Yeah. What do you think it could do to you if you look at it from a child perspective? So like you uh, 15 years ago, if you looked at this, how? Wait, I think I'm going to squat <laughs> to do that, <laughs> just to get inspired. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, it looks different again. Now it looks like there's vessels. So this is something you're accustomed to have on your table uh, Mm -hmm. or that you're accustomed to see, for instance, in a supermarket or Mm -hmm. meat shops. Some kids just associate it with the flavor or the fact, as you mentioned before, that, uh, you know, like when grandma makes it, it's super good. Mm -hmm. Some others are a bit grossed out. Mm -hmm. But here you get more dimensions, as you already said. Yeah, I think what's really appealing, actually, is the texture um, because even now, if you look at the bottom half, there's so many new layers that you can see, and then it looks extremely 3D. And I think also within with food, I've always 
taste is something very important, but also texture. And as a child, I really enjoyed actually the texture of meat, but I hated fat. And maybe why it's so appealing now, but like the interplay between the texture, it's almost something that I could envision, let's say maybe in my mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just, yeah, the enjoyment of that complexity. So if you have a really nice flavor, there's usually typically different levels of the flavor so when you first put it in your mouth versus like when you're chewing and then when you swallow and then there's like reminiscent taste and I feel that this does this very visually um well I never actually made that association before but it's really satisfying to talk about as well actually so you can actually taste it with your eyes yeah basically I would see this as a kid I mean, I'd probably skip over it, to be honest, because it's not as interactive as I would feel like my child's eye would be accustomed to. Like, if I was a kid, it would be more that, or colours, or, um, like, big, bold shapes, or things that I could imagine, like, turning into objects or animals, and this is just something very mundane, almost, which the more that I look into it, the more non-mundane <laughs> it gets so you've been attracted just by the the different levels of the the artworks yeah and it, the thing is it's like simple but it's complex so it's simple as in it's just oh like on the surface it just looks like a piece of meat and then it's complex in the sense of well actually this artwork has lots of layers to it and I think that's also something that I very much value and enjoy in life it's the simplicity but also the complexity, which I feel is reflected in in any life form, whether it's in humans or plants or food, art. Exactly. And I think what we're doing now, so to observe from a different position, since we're literally squatting, (laughs) (laughs) and to start noticing all these different layers, it's a beautiful exercise that... we should like we should do more often in general and not only towards artwork but as you already mentioned like towards any different aspect of life because there is always several layers that we never yeah. notice or that we don't notice at first until we stop and ponder about them yeah and and then yeah you you find out that something that looks so mundane and that you would have not stop stop to to look at before actually gives you it gives you something, leaves you with something, and and it gives you realizations that you might have not had before, for instance. Yeah. Wow, you've introduced me a completely new way of, look, of like taking the time to look at art. Mm-hmm.